Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Did you guys hear that? Did that go out over the air? How come I don't hear it? Did you guys hear that? I didn't hear the intro to no. the show. I just had to like guess. You know, Okay, good. As long as nobody heard that. Hey, welcome to the chat. James Moore, senior, for the first time. Saw you in the chat. You're always welcome here. Rumble.com slash Bongino every day at 11 o'clock. Best time of the day for me. You've already been up for like six, seven hours. Workout, hit the sauna, took two ice cold showers, feeling crazy. Two or three cups of blackout coffee. Life is good. And here is what we're going to talk about in the topic du jour. Unbelievably, the moose nuts on these people. They're going to interfere in another election. They're already telling you. And it's not even a new or inventive or creative plan. It's the same freaking plan again. The Russians did it, bro. No. You mean after what happened yesterday? Yes. They are going to do it again. They are plotting to interfere in the 2024 election right now. Folks, flag the show. Remember the date. Remember the time. I told you yesterday. I'm telling you again. Multi-flag, double, triple, quadruple flag. You are going to be three or four months ahead of the news cycle with today's show. I promise you. Stand fast. We got a lot to get to today. Big show, including the single worst news headline I think I've ever seen. You all have seen it. I think we've officially reached peak stupid. I'm, I'm reasonably confident we've reached peak stupid now. Are we going to get away from peak stupid? And I'm not sure, but we're there. Guys, are your boys sticking to your thigh right now? What? What? Not mine. Why? Let's look at that. Tommy John. Yeah, I'm wearing them right now. I'm rocking these babies. I am. As summer heats up, it'll only get worse. Joe's like, I'm good. I believe it. Tommy John wears the cooling solution to sticky situations. When you wear Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. Tommy John underwear has dozens of comfort innovations like breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. can keep you seven degrees cooler than cotton. With over 20 million pairs sold, me buying a lot of them, and thousands of five-star reviews, balls across America. That's right, balls across America. Love their Tommy Johns because there's no flopping, sticking, or chafing. These are the greatest stands ever. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics like me. One Tommy John fanatic raises the most comfortable boxer briefs ever. There's no downside. Buy one pair. You'll never wear another pair of underwear again. I love them. Wear them all the time. Great for working out. Great for hanging out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free. Guarantee. Tommy John guarantees it. Shop Tommy John summer collection. Get 20% off your first order at tommyjohn.com slash Dan. Save 20% right now at tommyjohn.com slash Dan. See site for details. Joseph, let's get this show on the road. Ding, ding, ding. Here we go again. Yeah, my mouse killed What's my mouse ding, cracked ding, ding. out. Yeah. That's uh, inexcusable. We can't have it. Someone, <laughs> right. someone asked me if we still have the Kenny Bell. Oh, where's this the- is a P1 thing. Yeah, where's yes, the Kenny Bell? Listen. Right here. Son of a hold on, I gotta do it with this. I hate it when this happens. There we go. All right, Kenny Bell. Stop. All right. I hit the Kenny Bell my man. with the Birdwell gavel. So there's multiple gizmos and gadgets being incorporated into today's show. If you're a P1, you. you know about the Birdwell. And you definitely are a P1 if you know about the Kenny Bell, which was a backup 
when Joe's mouse craps out, which just happened. Yeah, thanks, dude. So get ready. They are preparing unbelievably and plotting right now to interfere in another election in 2024. It's nearly unfathomable at this point, the level of commie we're dealing with. I told you yesterday what the story is going to be, so I don't need to go into any major detail. The gist of it is this. Their story for the next election they're setting up right now is that Trump's colluding with the Russians. No, no, they did that last time. No, they're getting ready to do it again. Trump colluded with the Russians, and he's getting ready to hand Ukraine to Russia as a prize for Russia interfering in the 2024 election. Get ready. Flag, flag, flag it, daddy-o. Flag, flag it. it. Double, triple, because it's happening right now. How do I know? I always bring the receipts. They're all ready. After yesterday's Durham hearing, John Durham was investigating the whole collusion hoax. They are already right now the demon rats, the, 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 the shit libs out there, because that's what they are. I'm not talking about all Democrats. I'm talking about shit libs, okay? I'm talking about hardcore commies that love to steal and interfere in elections. They're getting ready to do it again. You don't believe me? I always bring the receipts. Watch this if you doubt me. Here is Jim Clapper, who was one of the officials who signed the ridiculous letter claiming Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. It was only turned over by Hunter Biden with Hunter Biden's emails and texts to a guy that identified Hunter Biden, right? You think they'd regret signing that Intel letter saying, no, no, that laptop was Russian disinformation? Here is Clapper saying he has no regrets, talking about, listen for the quote, listen for the quote, the dark hand of Russia again. And now dialing back the story to suggest that, hey, that laptop, even though the story's been thoroughly discredited, that may in fact be Russian. I mean, we don't really know. Take a listen. You said that you had no proof it was Russia and that you were raising what you said was a yellow flag later on. But do you regret signing that letter in the wake of how things have have transpired and where things were today and how Republicans in Congress are using that letter? Well, uh, to answer the question, no, I, I, I don't regret it. I, uh, I thought at the time that was appropriate to sound a warning about Watch out for the dark hand of the, of the Russians. And in my case, this is uh, on the heels of what I saw the Russians do in 2016 to interfere and influence the outcome of our election. So I thought it was appropriate. I thought the letter was appropriately caveated by acknowledging we didn't have any direct evidence. And to this day, I still have not seen any official results of a forensic analysis of that laptop as to whether or not in some way the Russians... Uh, 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 messed with it. <laughs> it's got it's level one a hole. I can This is a, these are you want to see what evil looks like? That that's the face of it right there. <laughs> this piece of human scum right there. See you, you you notice the standard of evidence now against Donald Trump. The standard of evidence against Donald Trump is say anything and it's true unless you can categorically refute it. Categorically refuted. Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. No, he didn't. Prove it. Yet the standard for Biden is, even though Biden's kid turns over a laptop to a laptop owner with his emails on it, a family sticker on it, and he turns it over himself, if you can't prove the Russians weren't involved, the Russians definitely did it. You see how they do the flip the flipper with scumbags like this guy? You see how they do it? Folks, they're getting ready to do it again. It is unbelievable. The moose nuts on these people. 
the dark hand of Russia. <laughs> the, <laughs> the dark hand of Russia. It's coming back, folks. It's coming back. The dark hand of Russia. Oh, my gosh. You know, these people are all gutsy on TV, too, with Caitlin Collins, who he pointed out, I didn't even catch that in the clip, does like a line of a backdoor Republicans pounce. Oh, Mr. Clapper, you're a discredited goon and a hack. Uh, you're a straight up communist. I shouldn't say that. She's like, do you regret that the Republicans are using this? These people are such human garbage. That's, I mean, the pouncing is all over the place on this. Here, watch this. All these people got big mouths on TV. Comey, Clapper, scum. I mean, they're just communists. They're straight up tyrants. They have no dignity. I'm disgusted. If you're their neighbor or their family member, renounce any kind of ownership over these life losers. They're disgusting, filth, garbage people, okay? I have nothing nice to say about them. They interfere in elections. They destroy the country. They hate you. They hate America. They have no, no allegiance whatsoever or loyalty to the Constitution. They're just garbage people, human garbage. Here's John Durham at the hearing yesterday who investigated this whole thing saying, you know what's really weird? All these people talk a lot on TV, and yet we asked them to go on the record, you know, and talk about it in the investigation. And all of them, Comey, McCabe, all of them, all chumps, cowards, 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 spineless losers. Take a listen. First, let me make it clear that um, it is um, as disappointing, perhaps more disappointing to me and my uh, colleagues that these people would not agree to be interviewed. Um, you know, some of them had a lot to say publicly, but they refused to um, uh, be interviewed by our folks. Big Mouse on TV. Oh, look, I got a hit on MSNBC. Let me go humiliate myself again. On CNN, there's Jim Clapper, just a disgraceful, disgusting human being. I just want you to know, Clapper and Comey, I'm never going to leave you alone. You understand that, right? I will never stop exposing you on this show. I'm, I'm younger than you. I don't know how long I'm going to live. But if I outlive you, I'm going to expose you as well to your grandkids and kids too. I will never, your legacy will be nothing but human garbage by the time I'm done exposing who you really are. Your, your faces are on the covers of my books. Right there. They're right behind me. Clapper's got a prominent space on Exonerated. Comey's got a prominent space on Follow the Money and Exonerated. I will never let history rewrite the story of what kind of human garbage you people really are. Comey, McCabe, Weissman, Clapper. No regrets, folks. They're going to do it again. And they're going to keep going back to the same thing over and over. Listen, I really debated doing this today. I'm going to be candid with you. Because I've done this so many times, and there is actually a lot going on. And we've got the Supreme Court's about to bust open a bunch of new rulings. There's a lot to talk about. Candidly, between you and I, I debated doing this because I've debunked these two things so many times. I feel like I'm wasting your time a little bit. But you've got to understand, it is critical that you're able to pre-bunk what the Democrats are about to do. I already told you the narrative they're going to pitch. Oh, look at Trump. He handed over Ukraine to Russia in exchange for interfering in the 2024 election. That's their narrative. They're going to go back to these two things over and over. So I'm going to discredit it again so you have the ammo to fight the good fight. They did it yesterday. Here's a preview. This is Fang Fang's boyfriend, another disgusting piece of human garbage, Eric Swalwell, um, noted, uh, uh, what, what do we call him? Like uh, 
a bed partner of Fang Fang. Tool. And uh, I don't know what we call this guy uh, who is alleged to have had sex with an alleged Chinese spy, Fang Fang. So here's Swalwell, who remarkably still in Congress, hasn't been thrown out of Congress for uh, forfeiting national security to get his, you know, okay? Here is Fang Fang's boyfriend yesterday, Swalwell, bringing up again the Paul Manafort, Constantine Kalimnik story, which is a fairy tale that goes like this. Trump's campaign manager, Paul Manafort, was giving private information to a Russian spy. Oh my gosh, that sounds horrible. Until you find out who he's really talking about. Take a listen. Did you prove false in the 16 campaign that Trump's campaign manager gave polling data to a spy for a Russian intelligence service? We didn't investigate that. Notice first how Fang Fang's boyfriend uses again the dipsy do flipperoo standard of evidence that he can throw out an allegation. And unless you prove the allegation false, the allegation is true. That's not how anything in our justice system works. If you're going to allege something, the obligation is on you to prove it true beyond a reasonable doubt. You can't say Dan Bongino, uh, you know, uh, is a serial murderer of young infants. Prove me wrong. No, no, you killed him. And you realize anything I say, this is, this is a good example. Forgive me for a second. You understand, like, oh, Dan, you should be able to prove that false. No, you can't. Whatever you say, they'll have an answer. I've never been a serial killer of young infants. Well, I mean, do you have any, like, bodies to prove that or anything like that? You see how already you're getting into trouble? Oh, no, no, you buried him. I didn't bury him. Yeah, you did. Well, where did you think I buried him? You buried him so we'd never find. You see how you get down this rabbit hole? And you can never, ever prove yourself innocent. That's what's happening now with Trump. Oh, Paul Manafort gave information to a Russian spy. Therefore, when he was managing the Trump campaign, therefore, Trump was colluding with the Russians. Well, who said he's a Russian spy? Oh, the FBI. You mean the same FBI that said Carter Page was working well, with the Russians when he was working with the CIA? You get how you can never, ever prove yourself innocent? The guy Paul Manafort was working with, Kalimnik, please remember this name. John Solomon, The Hill. I, I did something different at the newsletter today. The newsletter today has all archive documents and articles you need to debunk this stuff. It doesn't have a lot of news stuff. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Key figure, Mueller report linked to Russia, was a State Department intel source under Obama. This guy Kalimnik was a sensitive intelligence source for the U.S. State Department who informed on Ukrainian and Russian matters. Mueller conveniently left that out of the report that the same guy Swalwell's talking about was an Obama source. So if he's a Russian spy, why aren't they talking to Obama for talking to a Russian spy or his administration? Because he's not a Russian spy. The FBI's making that up. They're going to go back to this story again and again and again. But Dan, it's been debunked. You just provided the evidence. It doesn't matter. You've got to keep hitting it. Here's Swalwell, by the way. Another piece of human scum. Swalwell, affair with Chinese spy, compromises U.S. intel, Breitbart editor says. Fox News report. Swalwell. Swalwell couldn't control himself there with that Chinese spy, huh? Do any background check on that or anything, Swalwell? Huh? 
Folks, they're going to go back to this other story too. I'll show you what I mean in a second with Schiff. They're going to go back to this Trump Tower meeting with, uh, with, with this Fusion GPS Russian woman, with Don Jr. You've got to be ready to take this on. The Kalimnik story I just told you, your answer is Kalimnik was an Obama-era source, guys. He was a Russian spy. Then Obama brought him into the network. The Trump Tower story. Don Jr. met with the Russian who wanted to exchange information. Ladies and gentlemen, the Russian he met with was working for the company hired by Hillary Clinton, who we know got information from a Russian, Danchenko. Here's the article, again, always with the receipts. Fox News, this is from 2017. Fusion GPS official met with Russian operative before and after Trump Jr. sit-down. <laughs> Folks, the Trump Tower meeting was a setup. They shouldn't have taken it. Point stipulated. The point is, if Adam Schiff, well, I'm going to play this in a second, if his point is, I can't believe the president's son has taken a meeting with a Russian. Really? The meeting was set up by Hillary Clinton's team. That's who this lady was working for. So you don't have a problem with Russians working for Hillary Clinton to set up candidates in the United States. You only have a problem when a candidate meets with them and discusses nothing about the election. You fake phony frauds. Here, here's Adam Schiff going there on the Trump Tower meeting yet again. Was informed that a Russian official was offering the Trump campaign, quote, very high level and sensitive information, unquote, that would be incriminating of Hillary Clinton was part of, quote, Russia and its government support of Mr. Trump. You aware of that? Sure. People get phone calls all the time from uh, individuals who claim to have information like that. Really, the son of a presidential candidate gets calls all the time. From a foreign government offering dirt on their important opponent? Is that what you're saying? I don't think this is unique in your experience. <laughs> oh! Ouch! <laughs> now, what, what, what story I'm talking about? With possibly the greatest 30 seconds of show content you're ever going to get on this show. Uh, it's interesting, this fake, phony loser, life loser, dipwad, Adam Schiff. I can't stand these people, folks. Does it show? I can't stand these communist slobs. I, 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 I really, my blood pressure goes up thinking about what they're doing to this country and the mutts that follow them and believe in this. This guy is a documented piece of human garbage and a liar, Adam Schiff, okay? This is the same guy who got caught on tape with Russian pranksters reaching out for information from foreigners who's now trying to knock Durham about Don Jr. talking to a Russian who was working for the team, working for Hillary Clinton. If this makes any sense to you and you think Adam Schiff is still a decent guy, you're a moron. Get off the show immediately. You don't belong here. You remember this? Let's play this for a little encore performance. Here is human piece of garbage, Adam Schiff, one of the ugliest human beings on planet Earth. I mean, on the inside. No gem on the outside either, but I'm not one to talk about <laughs> looks. I ain't no, I got a face for radio too, so I get it. But here is Adam Schiff. On tape, talking with Russians, soliciting information about Trump. This is the kind of garbage this guy is. Take a listen. Mr. Schiff on the phone, and then I guess, are you going to transfer him to Mr. Parubi? Yes, of course. Great. Thank you. Hi. How are you? Hello, Mr. Schiff. Thank you for your time. Uh, thank you, Chairman. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to speak with you. I know that you work for investigation regarding Trump and Russian government. Yes. 
we know some important information about it. Uh, and that, uh, that uh, is documented as well in materials you want to provide to us? Yes. Could I explain you where we are? Yes, of course. But, you know, again, I would just caution that uh, uh, our Russian friends may be listening to the conversation, so I wouldn't share anything over the phone that you don't want them to hear. No, I don't think that it will impact on our investigation. Yes. Well, uh, please, go ahead then. In November 2013, Mr. Trump visited Moscow. He visited uh, competition Miss Universe, and there he met uh, with Russian journalist and celebrity Ksenia Sobchak. Uh, I'm sorry, can you explain that again? While he was in Moscow in November 2013, he met with a, a journalist and, and... Well, she's poor journalist. But anyway, uh, she became famous because of uh, Putin is her godfather. Okay, Putin is godfather. Okay. She also known as a person who provides uh, uh, girls for escort for oligarchs. And she met with Trump and she brought him one-hour Russian girl. <laughs> oh, a double. That's a double. <laughs> there we go. Our boy Motley Holmes making it appear. Oh, he caught the Motley too. Nice. My man. Yeah, that was definitely a double Motley. I mean, look at this piece of human garbage. Just garbage, Adam Schiff. Just a disgusting human being. I'm, in, I'm really embarrassed to be the citizen of the same country this guy represents in Congress. I really am. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that we have to deal with these people. It really is just this disgusting piece of human garbage. I love this place, man. I absolutely adore this place. And the fact that a select group of people nominated and elected this guy to be a member of Congress, this piece of human garbage without an ounce of ethics or human dignity, is just, it's embarrassing for the country. It is. It's embarrassing. Such a great place to have human garbage like this representing us. As you can tell, I probably had a lot of coffee today. I think I'm on cup number, I don't know, three, maybe four. No. Are you tired of the same old garbage coffee? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same old garbage coffee from these woke companies that give money to other woke companies that screw you over. Go with Blackout Coffee. I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. It's a coffee company 100% committed to conservative values. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support, they've got an incredible work ethic. They're dedicated to promoting conservative values. They accept no compromise on taste or quality. Let me tell you something. I know the people that own this company. They care about two things, and in this order, the country and coffee. They absolutely love both of those things. The coffee is amazing. The quality is incredible. The taste is bold. I like my coffee to taste like coffee. So do me a favor. Check out blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Check it out. You're going to love it. Or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. It's an amazing product. Check it out. You're going to love it. I got to move on a little bit, but here's what happened yesterday with Corey Bush, just to show you how, again, these people just have no dignity at all. They're not, they have no pride. They will do or say anything. Here's Corey Bush Disgraced member of the squad who got caught spending, what, close to six figures on personal security. I believe one of her family members, too, while she also advocated for defunding the police. Now we've got, as per yesterday with Durham, finally, with his report being aired publicly, right? We've got on the record the FBI, a law enforcement entity, 
abusing their power. We've got a perfect example of if you hate the police, like Corey Bush does. I don't. I hate bad policing. Corey Bush just hates the police, okay? If you hate the police, you've got the perfect example to go after. Here's Corey Bush attacking Republicans for trying to reform policing and get them to do actual policing and not political targeting. Take a look. In the chaos created by all these conspiracy theories and other propaganda amplified by right-wing hate machine, the one we continue to hear, a very simple point is getting lost. Republicans will do anything, say anything, and spend any amount of money to hide the basic truth that their leader is a criminal, corrupt, narcissistic buffoon. That's why we're still talking about Carter Page. That's why anyone even knows who John Durham is. Again, expecting these people to even have any allegiance to even basic principles is probably asking too much. Cori Bush is particularly stupid, too. She's not very bright. I mean, the members of the squad, I think Tlaib is probably the smartest and the most devious. The other ones are just really dumb. Like you have AOC. I'll just give you an example. I don't want to get off topic, but you have AOC today attacking the Indian, uh, the, 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 the Modi's at the house today. Uh, the leader of India, obviously, to meet with uh, meet with Biden, right? He's at the he's at the White House today. Sorry, we just called the House. So he's at the House. You have AOC attacking India, going, "They're not protecting religious minority rights," which is a fair enough argument, except for the fact that it was AOC pushing to have people censored off of social media platforms and violating their rights. This is the kind of morons you have up in Congress on the left right now. By the way, the FBI is getting really worried. Really worried. I want you to look at the two people with the byline on this. Ken Delanian. You know Fusion Ken Delanian? Right. Ken Delanian yeah. at NBC. Whenever the spy community, the deep state swamp spy community, whenever folks, I want you to pay close attention to this. I'm giving you a big clue here. Whenever they want to get a talking point out and they know it won't be vetted and this, uh, uh, you know, this guy will do no journalistic work whatsoever, he'll parrot what you tell him, they go to Ken Delanian at NBC. You'll see it. Every single debunked narrative you've seen over the last six years, just put Ken Delanian's name in next to it. Collusion hoax, PP hoax, whatever. You'll see he was there parroting the narrative because he's just a dunce and a moron. So I saw this yesterday. FBI official was warned after January 6th that some in the bureau were sympathetic to the Capitol rioters. I want you to notice this snippet from the piece. They seem particularly concerned, so much so about whistleblowers. Uh, Kyle Serafin and Steve Friend outing the, the overt use of politics in the FBI to target people that they go to Ken Delanian. And who does Ken Delanian go to? It's like a circle of stupid. You know that Lion King? The circle of life. This is the circle of morons. <laughs> this is how the circle of morons works. A moron on the inside of the FBI who wants to target people politically, like the January 6th stuff that happened, the excessive stuff, they go to Delanian. Delanian writes a story, and who does he go back to? He goes back to Frank Fagazi, our infamous 8-8 eight, eight guy. 8-8. Eight, eight. He goes back to Fagazi, who's quoted in the piece, saying exactly what Ken Delanian needs him to say. If FBI employees can't understand, understand the difference between BLM and an attempt to overthrow the government, stop a valid election, they need to find another job. BLM burned down American cities, Fagazi, you dipwad. That's One eight, of the dumbest eight. human beings. We know it's 8-8. Eight, eight. We, uh, Frank, we know it. We've heard it a thousand. They lowered the flags to half mass. <laughs> eight. Eight. It's half step. And, and yeah, Justin brings yeah. up a good point. And why is nobody talking about it? Because you're an idiot. No one even knows what that means, no. you dumbass.
Because you're a moron. That's why, Fugazi. The only guy who has his own Giphy, as you can see in our chat, because you're so stupid. What a moron. You see how the circle of stupid works? This is how it works. All right, sorry to take two breaks back to back, but I went long on that really for the segment here. Folks, uh, listen, the liberal tears over the censure of Adam Schiff, by the way, are absolutely delicious. I love the liberal. They are delicious. Watching them freak out yesterday was glorious. I'm going to play that audio. And then they start cheering Schiff as he comes to the floor. Why? Because they're commies and he's the lead commie. I got that. And I got the lies just so blatant. I, I debate doing this, debunking the lies all the time. I wonder when in the chat, let me know, should I continue the debunking or should I just leave it and assume you already know? Because the show's for you. They just lie all the time. It makes me sick. You've seen the CEO of Innovation Refunds and GetRefunds.com on TV. You've seen him explain how they help so many small businesses with their ERC tax refunds. They've completed over 17,000 returns for lots of different kinds of businesses, just like yours, including over $700 million for construction companies and over $200 million in restaurants, bars, and hotels. Innovation Refunds has hundreds of five-star Trustpilot and Google reviews and are certified with the Better Business Bureau. In around eight minutes, you can easily start the process on GetRefunds.com and you could be on your way to receiving up to $26,000 per employee. Look at that. ERC tax credits are refund if you already paid taxes. It's not a loan. It's designed to let the business owner direct the refund money into anything the business needs to grow. It's money you can use to start your business however you see fit. Go to GetRefunds.com to start the process. There's no upfront charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. They may be able to help your business too. Go to GetRefunds.com or download the app from the App Store today. That's GetRefunds.com. All right. Thanks, GetRefunds.com. We appreciate it. We got one more. Uh, Windshield Wow, folks. Windshield Wow is a fantastic product. We're just changing how we uh, read the spots. So we really appreciate your patience. They pay to talk to you. Thank you very much. Windshield Wow is appropriately named. I said, wow, first time I used it because it keeps my windshields clean. It's got a paddle on the outside and a magnetic paddle on the inside. It's super strong, gets in all the nooks and crannies, and it cleans the windshield. It's the cleanest my windshield's been, which is important for me and my kid and my wife driving because it rains every day in Florida and the windshield gets super nasty. The Windshield Wow applies the firm cleaning pressure for you. It's super thin. Cleans the outside and the inside at the same time with these magnetic paddles so you don't got to bust up your shoulders trying to clean the inside of your windshield. It's the fastest, least hassle way to get super clean, streak-free, and safe windshields. Paul, was, Paul and I were so impressed we got one for everyone. Go to windshieldwow.com to get this ingenious cleaning device now. That's windshieldwow.com, windshieldwow.com. Use Bongino at checkout for a special discount. That's windshieldwow.com. Thanks, Windshield Wow, for being with the show. We really appreciate it. All right, back to the show. Liberal tears are delicious. We love them. We enjoy every second of them. So Adam Schiff, hat tip uh, Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna for having the moose nuts to do this. They finally pushed through a censor resolution. It's uh, the first one in a long time. He's only one of 15 uh, people to ever get censured by Congress uh, because he's a loser. And he is the loser of this generation in Congress. Moron Adam Schiff. So listen to the liberals meltdown on the floor as the censure resolution passes. You'll hear the gavel drop and they start screaming, shame. Yes, shame is right. Shame on Adam Schiff for being a disgusting liar. Take a listen. On this vote, the A's are 213 and the nays are 209. With six answering present, the resolution adopted. 
Without objection, the motion to consider is laid on the table. House will be in order. Now, in case any of you are expecting ever an apology from the garbage can liberal communists who are ruining this country like Adam Schiff, the liar, you will never get one. I don't want you to set false expectations. They love tyrants. They love liars. They love human garbage. You want me to prove it to you? Here's part two. Just quickly, Adam Schiff walks on the floor. They're cheering him. Keep in mind, this guy got busted lying for basically six years about a fake scandal. He's the head of the fake scandal, the snake, and they love it. They think it's great. Take a listen. (laughs) Folks, I just need you to get arms around what we're dealing with here. Wow. You know, the John McKinney... I know, Joe. The John McCain, Mitt Romney approach to the Democrats. Oh, just kiss their asses, you know, cozy up to the Washington Post and the New York Times, uh, treat the Democrats like they're, you know, a reasonable political party looking for truth. This is what the Democrat Party is. You've got a disgraced congressman who was just censured for getting busted lying for six years about a massive weaponization scheme to make our government act like the communist third world to go after political opponents. And they're actually cheering it. This is who they are. This is who they are. Look at it. Watch it. Don't look away. They are all lies all the time. And they don't care how many times you debunk it. They were given sensitive information to Kalimnik. He was an Obama source, idiots. The Trump Tower meeting. That was with Hillary's people who set it up. There's Russian collusion. There's no evidence of that. Here's Biden yesterday. Again, you believe we're doing this again, fellas? This is so bad. I'm doing the rundown for the show this morning huh. with Gee and Jim. And I say to, I say to Jim, I go, Jim, you got to pull up uh, the debt thing. It's the, he says, the same one we used 100 times. The same one. Because Biden did it again yesterday. Here's his tweet. I cut the deficit by $1.7 trillion in two years, more than any other president on record. He's just making that up. Community notes, of course, how to get involved and tell him even the Washington Post rated this claim as highly misleading. It doesn't matter. Liberals are idiots. Even PolitiFact, PolitiFact had a fact check this. Those, they're, they're bigger goons than Biden. Can you imagine the level of the lie? For this guy to get checked. Here's this guy. I never met this guy, Steve Baker. But this was the best response I saw to him. How many more times, bro, are you going to post this lie? Which has been fact-checked as false time and time again. The answer, Steve, love you, man. Great response. Yeah, forever. Because why? Because liberals are idiots. It doesn't matter. They still think there's a freaking pee-pee tape. Biden can post this lie forever because he's dealing with stupid people. Who believe it? This is like. (laughs) No, I'm laughing because I have to run this again. Here's Statista. This is not a political site. It's a statistics site. For the thousandth time, folks in the chat, I need your help. Okay. A yes, if you, but, but yes, you're sick of seeing this. You don't want to see it at me. Meaning a yes is you don't want to see this chart anymore. 
A no is you enjoy it and keep debunking this 1.7. So yes, you're sick of this story. No, you're not. I got to know because I, I, I just can't take the line. Here's the public debt of the United States. You'll notice on the chart, we put three different iterations of this up. The numbers, a bar graph, and now a regression line up. You'll notice that the deficit went up 1.4. Oh, good. Thank you. I'm glad you want to see it again. All right. Because maybe we'll crack through to some dipshit. Here, here's even the numbers. Thank you, Guy. The deficit went up 1.4 trillion and 1.5 trillion when Biden was in and around power. The deficit has never gone down. He's cut nothing. He's just making it up. Shit is getting annoying for real. Oh, for real. For real. <laughs> that was perfectly done. For real. Oh, my God. Yes. Up. What up. The lying is just so profound, too. I want you to check this piece of video out. So there's a hearing up in the Senate yesterday. It's about trans activism and sexual identity politics. And this activist is up there and she's asked a basic question about men versus women. But this proves my point. You know, you ask me all the time, why does Biden keep saying these debunked lies and Adam Schiff too about collusion, the deficit, the debt? Because liberals are the dumbest human beings on planet Earth. They can't even answer basic questions. Like, is there a difference between men and women? This is how stupid they are. Watch this exchange. This is glorious. And Riley gains for the win in the end. Check this out. Women you and don't some that believe are that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as a, a definitive statement. Give me an example. Well, no, I, I don't think. How, how, how many female members of the NBA do you see? Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She is stronger than that. What's your experience, Ben? Male, female. Both Serena and Venus lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player, which they're phenoms for women. Um, my experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well. In terms of accolades and in terms of national ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you guys watch wrestling? That was like macho man off the top rope. Off the top ropes with the big elbow for <laughs> Riley Gaines. Uh, we don't know the difference between men and women in sports. Really? Um, how many women have won the uh, heavyweight boxing championship? You guys know? Take a stab at it, Joe. How many? Oh, how many? I don't many? think any have, Dan, but I, yeah, I might but, be wrong. No, you don't, but you, you might be able to. Gee, you have any idea, Justin? How many women do you think have won that? I'm going to venture to say zero. I'm just guessing. I'm just throwing that out there. Zero. Huh. Um, how many women have won in the men's division of the UFC? Have won? Uh, the answer is um, I, that I know for sure is zero. Yeah. Uh, how many women's baseball teams have won the World Series? The answer on that um, is zero. Again, how many women are in the NBA? The answer is a zero. Um, how many are in the NFL? The answer, again, um, is zero. So uh, uh, you're suggesting to me, this is how, we, you realize we've reached peak dumb, right? Like we've absolutely hit peak stupid. I'll show you what I mean to coming up in a minute with this headline. If a money-making team enterprise like the New York Yankees or the soon or the Las Vegas Raiders or whatever 
could go find a woman quarterback that was better than whoever their quarterback or center fielder are, respectively. You think they wouldn't sign the woman? I mean, they'd be heroes in this new sexual identity politics era. No, they're not doing it for what? Oh. Because it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Justin's a good point. Because they're all male patriarchy. They're all sex. They're not giving them a fair shot. Okay. Okay, it's a great idea. Yeah, he brought up a good point, Joe. He did. He said, you know what would be a good idea? And we should try this. I agree. It's well said. He's like, you know, I maybe we should try out women-specific sports. I'd be, oh, we do. We have we have those. Justin says, gee, dumbass, we already have those. He didn't know. He didn't know. So weird. So weird. crazy, right? Yeah. So why do we have why have women-specific sports? Why not? I'll tell you what, I got an idea. Let's ban women-specific sports. And let's have the women play the men in the U.S. Open. I mean, she brought up tennis. Let's do that. Let's see how everything goes. Let's test our hypothesis. Let's see who wins. Right, right. They played the high school team, the U.S. national soccer team. Then they lose. Uh, <laughs> folks. Oh, boy. Now, there are other communities out there that are catching on to the crazy. The crazy, and I got a COVID segment coming up, too, so hang tight. Don't go anywhere. Let's want to get to this first. NBC, these two nuts, Wajahad Ali and Mehdi Hassan, they're, they're two lunatics. These are two pee-pee hoaxer types, right? They're on MSNBC, and they're both freaking out now because there are other communities out there that the left has tried to cater to, to identity politics, the Muslim community, the Asian community. They've tried this over and over. Oh, look, the Republicans hate you, which is absolutely categorically false and made up. Come to us, we'll protect you, right? Wajahat Ali and Hassan are on this MSNBC segment, and they're freaking out because of stuff like this. That large swaths of the American Muslim community have had enough of this transgender stuff. They're like, wait, my Muslim kid's got to go sit in a locker room and change with a guy waving his wanker in, in her face? Like, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Like, that's not happening. So Hassan and Ali are freaked out because Muslims are starting to say, eh, I think those people are crazy on the left. Listen to this, like, tortured kind of, like, dipsy-doo flipperoo explanation of what's going on. Check this out. To those Muslims who are so offended with some of these books that might just mention two dads, just think about what signal you're sending, right? Just a few years ago, just now, like you mentioned, maybe when it comes to anyone wearing hijab, we are targeted, harassed, bullied. What we're telling people is, we'll tolerate you, but... We'll just sit there and barely tolerate you, right? What does that say to the kids? And so have a big heart, lead with compassion, lead with mercy, and have faith. Have faith and conviction in your religion. Raise your kids, right? They'll be fine. And teach them this is our way. We don't we don't agree with everything, but that's fine. Unto you, your way, unto me, mine. We all get to live in security with prosperity and peace. But there is a big tent, and that's the way the American experiment, the pluralistic democratic experiment works. That's why so many of our parents came to this country. It's a give and take. It's mutual respect and reciprocity. The way you're doing it now by aligning with right-wing mobs that have manufactured fear and panic against our communities is not the way and will only lead to long-term disasters for our communities and our allies. Now, Joseph, you're with me the longest, man. Me and you go way back from from literally show one. What have we been saying from show one about liberalism? That it'll eventually cannibalize itself. Absolutely. Because why? We have said this. Oh, folks, go back to listen to our like first 10 shows or so on the air. The thing about liberalism is 
When you stick people in corners, you're black, you're Muslim, you're an immigrant, you're a union worker. Doesn't necessarily always revolve around race. You're gay, you're trans, you're an immigrant, you're a non-immigrant. The reason the left does that without getting too wonky is because they want to tell all of those groups, the Republicans hate you, we'll protect you against them, just give up your rights to us. And some of them get scared and, and they do it. Some of these groups vote for Democrats because they think Democrats are going to protect them against the evil Republicans who bizarrely are not targeting them at all, but are the ones protecting them. The Republicans are the ones. The problem with that is not all of those groups of people have the same interests. You've got Asian parents that care about their kids getting into good schools. So when Asian parents push their kids to study and they get into schools, in better numbers than, say, black or Hispanic students, the black or Hispanic students that, uh, that lose out to those spots, if you're going to play racial, racial politics and identity politics, someone's going to lose when you pick one over the other. So what's the way out? The answer is to never get into it. The answer is to do what conservatives do and say, I don't care if you're black or Hispanic or Asian. Whoever competes the hardest gets that spot. You see how a meritocracy solves all that problem? You, you get what I'm saying? When you eliminate merit and you want to give out the spoils of war to select racial groups, you eventually run out of spoils when there's a limited number of spoils. <laughs> I told you it was going to get cannibalistic. Now you got Muslims going, hey, this trans thing isn't for me. You got trans people going, hey, this Muslim thing isn't for me. You got Asians going, hey, this... uh. Black Hispanics get our seats. That's not for us. And you've got race hustlers answering going, hey, you blacks and Hispanics, missing you got they're taking your spots. You see how this happens? Everybody competing for the scraps from Longshank's table. You just don't get in the game. You just respect meritocracy and civil liberties for everyone. And you won't have that problem. I'm going to tell you the issue that's going to be continue to be a problem for them going forward. Forget for a second about the trans and racial identity politics stuff. That's bad enough. Ladies and gentlemen, this vaccine and COVID stuff going forward is going to become a big, big deal for the left. This is an important segment. This guy, Peter Hotez, this doctor guy, if you heard the story earlier in the week, the long and short of it is he goes on Joe Rogan, gets into kind of like a back and forth with Joe Rogan. This guy was a big vaccine pusher, big propagandist, said a lot of things that were grossly inaccurate. Goes on Rogan's show. Joe Rogan's got the world's most popular podcast. Rogan calls him out. Rogan calls him out and basically dares him to debate RFK Jr. about vaccines. Hotez, of course, like a chump and a coward, won't do it because he can't defend any of his positions. Why? Because, folks, there's evidence out there. And the receipts on Hotez pushing the vaccine are devastating. Hat tip redacted uh, Dan Cohen. That's you're going to hear his voice. He's on Rumble as well. I want you to watch these two pieces of video here. Here's the first one. This is Hotez early on. I want you to keep in mind the political atmosphere these comments are in. Hotez, who does not want to debate his comments about the vaccine, early on, when Donald Trump's team was pushing a fast track, which clearly was a mistake at this point, by the way, for the vaccine. You see how we can say that when you're principled? My gosh, you don't let the politics get in the way of it? There's nothing to do with it. Not in my case. Clearly now is a mistake. I actually celebrated it at the time because I thought this thing would work, and it didn't. The fast track, in retrospect, was a huge mistake. Watch Hotez attack the fast tracking process for the vaccine because it was Trump's idea. 
and then watch him do the flip the script at the end. This is why he doesn't want to debate. Take a look. Peter Hotez demands censorship and international action against foreign countries. He has contradicted himself at virtually every turn throughout the COVID era. In the first year, when Trump was still president, Hotez warned about the dangers of rushing vaccines under emergency use authorization. I don't think EUAs have a place for vaccines. We've never done an emergency use authorization for a major vaccine released to the public. What does that mean? We know it's a lesser quality review. What's the FDA going to do? to ensure uh, public safety. While Hotez may have had political motivations to cast doubt on the coronavirus products, he had good reason to be concerned. In March 2020, Hotez gave congressional testimony to warn about the dangers of coronavirus vaccines. One of the things that we're not hearing a lot about is the unique potential safety problem of coronavirus vaccine. With certain types of respiratory virus vaccines, you get immunized, and then when you get actually exposed to the virus, you get this kind of paradoxical immune enhancement phenomenon. Hmm. Hmm. Fascinating how Hotez is on tape there, talking about how mRNA vaccines for respiratory viruses like COVID have all these problems and maybe we shouldn't fast track this. It was almost like they were trying to attack Donald Trump for the politics. The weird thing is, Hotez was right. So why doesn't he want to debate? Because when it was clear Donald Trump wasn't going to win and now all of a sudden they want us to start pushing the vaccine again, notice Hotez do the dipsy do flipperoo and change his mind. Take a look at this. In May 2020, Anticipating public concern about what he had admitted was rushed testing, potentially unsafe products, and a new platform, Hotez wrote that the communications and missteps around the rollout of COVID-19 vaccines may require a period of damage control and called for the White House and NIH to shape a well-crafted vaccine communication plan and designate a trusted spokesperson who can articulate and carry the message, an apparent reference to himself. Once the FDA had given emergency use authorization, Hotez reversed his public stance. So what's your reaction to this uh, approval out of this second vaccine? Now, it's, it's fantastic. The emergency use authorization closely approximates the full uh, approval process. So there's uh, a no- nothing really rushed. Any vaccine released by emergency use authorization by the FDA is an outstanding uh, vaccine. Take whatever vaccine is really offered to you. You know what this is? This is my sign for the dipsy do. Uh-huh. You see the dipsy do. He totally flips his position because the political atmosphere, the scientific atmosphere didn't change. It was clearly rushed. Now we know that nothing changed except the politics. Oh, now we find this out too. This will be in the newsletter today, by the way. Read this one. This is the one new piece of information in there. New emails show COVID vaccine mandates were based all on a lie, a lie. They knew about breakthrough cases of COVID in January of 2021, right when the vaccines became widely available. So strange. Not what they told us. Remember Rachel Maddow, Joe? It stops transmission. It stops. Remember Rochelle Walensky and Fauci? It stops transmission of the virus, except they, they, they knew it. They knew it didn't. Oh, look, we've got the emails between Fauci and Collins and Walensky. Uh, it's almost like they were lying to you. No, it's not almost like they were lying to you. These people are all liars. Now you see why they don't want to go on Joe Rogan and debate? Anywhere but friendly channels, MSNBC and CNN, the propaganda channels. Now you see why? By the way, 
as I said in the beginning, we have clearly reached peak stupid. Folks, this tragic story of the submersible, this is a really horrible story. I really, at this point, given that the oxygen supply of the submersible at the Titanic appears to have ran out, I hope the death was painless and there was no suffering. Because I hope they're still alive. It seems doubtful at this point. But this is a really horrible story. And I want to hear all these people. Oh, I saw this uh, video yesterday. This lady, I, this scientist lady, she's like, rich people, blah, 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 exploring. You know what? People have explored forever, man. A lot of people died, you know, exploring the bottom of the ocean to expand scientific knowledge. Because these guys were rich, you want them to die a horrible death? Like, that's just disgusting. You're just garbage people. That's just horrible. I'm really sorry, but that's stupid. No, I'm not really sorry. You're just, that's just stupid. Here's, of course, the AP, Associated Press, which, I mean, can they disgrace themselves even more? They actually wrote this on Twitter. The search for a submersible that disappeared while taking wealthy tourists to see the wreck of the Titanic has transfixed part of the world. That contrasts sharply with another recent tragedy in which the victims were migrants motivated by desperation. There were migrants going to see the Titanic? I, That, is it not, folks, we are, we are, the black hole of stupid has finally been reached. Celebrating the death of these people or implying it and then making a racial issue about it because some migrants had another tragic situation, which I care about just as much. Just disgusting. Garbage people. Evil, bro. All right. Evil. Oh, bro. Brother, absolute, unequivocal evil in every single respect. Oh, the, oh, interesting. It says that a debris field was discovered within the search area by a remote vehicle near the Titanic. They're looking at it, uh, looking at it now. Gosh, I, I hope these people, uh, I hope it was quick and painless. So debris field found within the sub-search area. So we'll talk about that, obviously, on the radio show later. Updates tomorrow. Please join us here tomorrow. We love having you. 52,900 people today in the chat. So good to have you here. Uh, well, oh, tomorrow we will take questions. So tomorrow's a great day to be in the chat because we'll take some questions there too. Rumble.com slash Bongino. At 10 a.m., the chat starts. Guy and Justin jump in. I jump on at 11 a.m. And please follow us on Apple and Spotify as well. I will put up a post at Locals and Truth for questions for tomorrow's show. It's going to be a good one. The questions have been getting great every week. Really appreciate it. Join us for the chat tomorrow at 11 a.m. I'll see you there. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.